Crazy. Disruptive. Explicit. We say it like it is. Real world sales and marketing. Real stories from the road. Yeah, it's the real shit. This is the Recapic Podcast. I think this show will probably be more I don't even know. crazy, <laughs> explicit. Flying four wide yeah. out, <laughs> out the corner. We're going into turn four, four wide, and we literally have probably the, uh, we said the A-team. We've got the A-team. Can I just say, who is the sexy voice on the intro? Who is the sexy voice on the intro? Is that him? Oh, that's him. That is amazing. Thank you. Thank you very much. He did that. We we literally this is gonna be this is our Thanksgiving podcast right here. Oh, it is it's, Thanksgiving. It's something I'm thankful for. I'm surprising everyone with the topic right now. <gasps> it's things I'm thankful for, and I'm thankful for my crew, my friends, my guys. Right? It's my birthday week. I'm just taking a whole fucking week for it. Happy twenty first birthday, my friend. Thank you, thank you. And uh, it's been it's been a. Oh. That's what we needed right there. It is beautiful. This I'm beautiful. thankful for. Boom. We uh, we lost a good friend uh, about a week ago now, and and so that's close to our hearts. We dedicated last podcast to Adrian Booker. Uh, we'll talk about him tonight too. But like bringing together the boys and really just not having a fucking business podcast today. It's we're a live podcast. To, we're gonna do live. This is basically just our topics we're going to talk about tonight. I'm going to talk about the importance of friends. I'm going to talk about the importance of relationships in business, you know, stuff like that. But it's basically just these guys right here. And the, the thing is, is we only have four microphones. <laughs> That's probably a good thing. Because <laughs> I could legitimately put 47 microphones out here and have a pretty good group of guys. Maybe 72. We could do like a GFY 72 oh, that is, microphone that podcast. That sounds like an engineering nightmare. It does. That's why I wake up with a cold but, sweat. But <laughs> I'm sorry for the people that didn't get a microphone tonight. Tonight we only have the four of us, obviously. You've I am. never been in Slipknot, obviously. <laughs> I mean, they got like 72 mics on stage. That is about, previous podcast guest, Rusty Wentz. And we have obviously... On the board, yeah, man, Jody Sally. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Hey, and we have our number one wreak havoc fan from all fans of the fandom, Mr. Buzz Latrell, with us tonight. Bada boom. So we are we are gonna. This is gonna be a very interesting one right here. We actually are gonna <laughs> start right with where we left off right before we hit the play button. But yes, Rusty was in a band. He wasn't a band like a real band so we know him we know hold him on, from his podcast. Yeah, 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 i want to hold on <laughs> let's go back in memory lane i mean there were chicks involved <laughs> there he was on stage rusty wentz what was your band name uh we were groove bone and the problem <laughs> is <laughs> hashtag groove bone. hold on a second groove bone we make your groove bone groove Man. Bone. <laughs> how long did it take you to come up with that? Well, the problem is... <laughs> how high, how, how high were you? Because <laughs> when you came how up with it... weed? We didn't, we didn't contemplate the possible groove boners coming out Re of the groove bone. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's what I like to call you need to poke holes in that before you take it to the stage. The mm. groove boner, you can poke a lot of holes. <laughs> so, You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> is this is this is this going online? Do, do, online? Uh, is this going yeah, on? Do you have copyrights? Do, do are we live? Name of Groupone? Yeah, you might want 
make sure you have copyrights you, on that. Someone might steal that. Yeah, do you have that URL? You need the handle? You got to get that all done. Uh, unfortunately, we were not wise enough to oh, light. obviously lock that down. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Surprise, 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 surprise. Based off how you look when you walk around on a daily basis, uh, I, I thought you might be like a loaded diaper. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Would be the name of your band, Loaded Diaper. Welcome to the stage, Loaded Diaper. <laughs> On drums, we got Stinky Rusty. <laughs> Still a little line from Kid Rock. They're like, I know it stinks in here because I'm the shit, 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 shit. <laughs> uh, no, you Hold mean you shit your pants? Hey! hey. <laughs> The crowd goes wild. I know it stinks in here. I love I'm you. The shit. I my love pants, you, little stinker. All right, I, I put in literally tens of hours <laughs> on this band prep. Okay? Tens. You we, do. You do rip, dude. I, I watch the Marco Polos. You get. You got. So you got a pretty good Marco Polo following right now so, with you and Chief. And so, did you sing, or do you have? Musical talent? Did you play guitar? <laughs> zero, zero musical talent. You're but like, yes. play the fucking tambourine? Singing, or? I do, he I plays do guitar? I'm seeing it. Guitar, to, I play a really mean cowbell. How about a skin flute? You, you rock the skin Never flute. played that one. <laughs> well, it's early. Welcome that's, to this stage. Early. Just started drinking. <laughs> Can I get another whiskey? <laughs> we got tons of it. It's good to go. Like I said, it's my birthday week. Order it's Thanksgiving. We can do whatever we want. Oh, yeah. happy birthday, Trevor Brown. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Woohoo! You. Um, yep. Keep it going. We did a little surprise for Mr. Brown for his birthday. So Heather contacted me weeks ago trying to figure out a way to surprise him because he talks a lot about, you know, it would be great. There's our cabinets. We need to get golden tea. Wouldn't that be awesome? Ah, oh, it'd be epic. Golden tea. Golden it's on tea. the golf course, but in the winter you can't play golf. He, so yeah. you need something you can play. So we can play year round golf at the cabin. Yeah. So need golden tea game. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, we we need to figure this out, but I can't check Amazon or anything because he'll see. So I'm like, dun, 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 dun. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Is that because they're engaged now? Oh, yeah. And they share everything? Mm, well, Mr. True. Mr. That's Herring. Mr. Herring. Also, the girl boss's husband. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't even know if we've made that podcast uh, public. Oh, shit. Yet, Did I just we? let the cat out of the bag? <laughs> I think we are now that I am now changing my name to Herring. <laughs> So congratulations, congratulations on your engagement and your birthday. I will be hey. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Girl Boss. That is that's a lot to take in. Me, Trevor, Mr. Girl Boss Herring. There are boys' hearts breaking all over. Trevor is now off the market. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's yeah, it's, a lot of, lot of we probably just lost some fans there. Hold on. Mm-hmm. There are some I've been growing my back hair out for years for you. I can <laughs> shave it now. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> you need to shave it into his initials. He, he, he didn't say he was going to be monogamous now that he's been yeah. Yeah. So still in, man. You're still in. God, I still got a chance. You know, so man, ch- I got a chance. You know how chicks love dude on dude. I mean, <laughs> they, yeah, it's right up there. They love it. Swapping man. out trannies. <laughs> I'm talking about the car kind. Oh, transmission. Yeah. Are we really oh, only a couple minutes in? This shit's going to get weird. Yeah. <laughs> really it's already. It's Happy already. holidays. That's what I was hoping for. I was hoping for, I want, I want you know, here's what I want to happen. I want somebody that's never listened to the podcast to come in at this episode where they just like, they drop in at this episode and wonder what 
the I, this was listed under business and marketing <laughs> yeah. on iTunes. How is this? Yeah. The, t- the title of this needs to be just shit show. Just shit. Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> Industry leaders from the smallest capital in the United States. <laughs> I love it. You know, think- we did. I haven't even told you this. We did uh, get our approval. Now we are also on Pandora. What? Nice. That's what? big time. We're a Pandora podcast big. now. So wow. when you have millions of followers, millions and millions, they start to just, you start getting have requests. We, I knew my login was going to put you over the top. Huge. Yeah. Huge. That one have we gotten any uh, prison letters? Not yet, but we're, that, we're openly that right requesting them. Is... Yeah. We're openly requesting them. Yeah, if you're in prison. And you get you... a lot of DMs, and I don't know if they have DMs. in. in uh, Generally, that's a no-no. Yeah, I don't think they have. Those. You got to do a lot of favors in order to be able to DM. Uh, them. I want to know what you got to do to get a direct message through in, in prison. It's um, that uh, person would be on this podcast. Cake. It's called. It takes a birthday cake. You got to. <laughs> no, you bring it in in your prison wallet. Yeah, <laughs> you got to hide that little. Wow, DM. it's like a carrier pigeon, but different. <laughs> uh, we will have diagrams in the show notes. Yeah. Color with my crayons. No, I think. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think this could go. We th- <laughs> yeah. we talk about left turns off the rails. I don't even know. I don't even know. This is uh, an amoeba. There's no. Just it's just gonna kind of go nothing it. where it goes. Nothing. It's alive. So to give this some sort of structure, uh, <laughs> legitimately, this is like kind of kind of the idea I thought about is to go. We're you know we're trying to put something together here with these guys and it literally kind of just happened organically like so we we're just i i had some ideas what we were going to do tonight just the two of us maybe the girl boss and then i just talked about oh you know i don't want to get buzz on there because i was talking about you at dinner tonight and i'm like all right we gotta get buzz back on there and then all of a sudden rusty just calls up and is like hey, hey what are you guys doing i'm gonna swing by and have a birthday drink with you and i was like perfect i'll get another headset and another microphone out you're going live on the podcast pivot. but i it, pivot. It, it was a worst pivot. decision it a, ever it was a pivot well, but it was interesting because like, arguable. <laughs> we even we even had and you know like I've said, keeping everything positive, not making it this a, a sad you know kind of deal, but like literally going through what we've gone through in the last week and noticing seeing the the different directions that our friends connect at mm-hmm. is pretty crazy. And I mean, and I think we can. I'm, I'm trying to avoid business on this one, but in a way, you can connect that to business. The importance of just actually connecting your friends through. Just your connection. But that's it. You it's crazy. You can't separate it. No. If you're do- oh, here's my thing. If you're doing business right, it is part of your life. You don't get to separate right. it. It isn't totally separate. And, you- and frankly, if you're doing what you love, it's going to be even more right. connected. Right? Well, I told my daughter that. Like, I'm like, you got a new job now. Then she's got this great job I've talked about over and over. But like, she hangs out with her friends from work. Right outside of work right because i mean they're good people she hangs out with but even ours like i mean you look at the group we got here like buzz didn't go to school with us you know like you and i go back way older pretty much a similar time frame yeah more wise but but we didn't like you and i go back to like little league baseball you and i go back to little league baseball i mean we go way back buzz comes into the picture i played baseball with you didn't i Maybe against you. I, I struck you out like every time. <laughs> <laughs> My strike zone is the size of a thimble. I'm very pinpoint. <laughs> I, I was, I've heard that a lot, actually, yeah. from a lot of ladies. Oh, ladies say, <laughs> that's what they call him, actually, pinpoint. <laughs> Something about a pencil? I don't know. <laughs> Short, <laughs> but it's thin. So we'll do an episode on penis size next time. Um <laughs> 
coming coming to you her podcast Pandora. <laughs> our first, yeah, our first Pandora podcast. This is probably going to be the first one to go live on Pandora. It'd be perfect. Wow. Yeah, we'll we'll make a make a an entrance. But you look at Buzz. Like I was telling the story about meeting Buzz. Like literally scared shitless to meet this guy the first time I met him. Like we had look been at warned, the guy. Had been he's, warned. He's intimidating. Right. He's a monster. Yeah. I ended up meeting the guy, and I mean, not to ruin your image, but you're not exactly a monster. You're kind of a teddy bear. Yeah. We could be a monster teddy bear. One of my best buddies. And I'm like sitting here going, dude, when we met, like through another, like I said, different circle of friends, not my school circle of friends. Mm-hmm. He is a boar lion. Go yeah, lions. Yeah, go lions. We're all lions here. Yeah, but literally didn't meet him through any of that group of friends, but then bring back around into that group of friends, and he's got friends in our group of friends. I mean, it just it shows just kind of how it all comes around. But literally, like, first I was telling everybody how I met Buzz the first time and how I literally was told, yeah, be careful, this guy, you know. He'll tear your face right, off. He could tear your face off. And we end up sitting down and just hanging out next to each other at GFY. And was, all of a sudden, uh, like, dude. It was love at first sight. It was. He had me at hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There he was at the can jam. <laughs> playing at the can I, jam I know game. I look intimidating and I look scary, but I'm, I'm really. Yeah. Well, dude, we I, mean, had, I can be. Like, for the I don't know if you want to talk guy on guy love and mention can jam. Okay. <laughs> it's not? a game with oh, a frisbee and a trash can. He slotted it. <laughs> slotted it. We were at dinner. It's a weird dinner this weekend. And we're sitting there talking about all our, our tie-ins and our friends and blah, blah, blah. And get some of our friends. We were at dinner with them a call because you were supposed to come up this weekend and you got. You were doing the good uncle thing and taking care of your niece's new place you moved into. So we, but uh, all of our friends were like, dang, we wanted to hang out with him because they saw you at the Halloween party. Yeah. And they're like, that's a scary fucker. Like you were all like, <laughs> you know, done up in your makeup and the sugar skull looking stuff or whatever you call it. Day of the dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day of the dead. He had the big hat on. They're like, that fucking guy was scary looking. Like, they were literally talking about it. They're like, I'm like, dude, he's the fucking nice guy. And Heather's like, oh, my God, he's so nice. And they're like, he's frightening. (laughs) And and so we're like, oh, well, don't worry. And that was on Friday night. And then they were like, oh, he's going to be here Saturday night. We're all going to go out to dinner. You're going to get to hang out and talk with him. Oh, cool. Okay, we want to meet this guy, you know, because I'm like, he's totally not scary. So you've dressed up as Day of the Dead multiple times? Oh, it's it's my go to. walking around costume. <laughs> Every other Friday, I'd go to my, town. I had to take my makeup off just to come over here. I'm disappointed. <laughs> but it's just interesting. I mean, you look at like all the different circles of how everybody comes back around to that. You know, that's how that's how we hang out. Yeah. Like that's who you be, hang out with me with. But then what do we do? We all do. You know, if anybody needs any business or anything, anybody right. needs. You know, boom. But we do, and we help each other. I mean, it's that. That's that's the biggest thing. Everybody kind of comes together. Small world, well, not small world. We talked about it when I was on the podcast the first time. I worked for years with Jody's dad, yeah, and I remember a GT five hundred Mustang, blue, red, red. His da- and he he came out to the base and My was blue. walking through the squadron. I think did you go. I think you were your dad had you in this the F four simulator. Oh or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and you were just. I mean, probably grade school or junior, I was little. junior, junior high. Yeah. Well, I'm not that much older than you. You are so much older than me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I met, no, I him, way, probably, I met him way back then. Yeah. And then the first time I went to GFY, everybody was saying Jody Sally, Jody Sally. And I'm like, oh, my God. I know. Who's she? 
No, no. <laughs> she and sounds I, hot. She sounds hot. It was we were at uh, No Business Lodge, and you came up, and I'm like, "Hey, is your dad Greg Sally? Is he a four uh, Wizzo?" And you're like, "Well, yes, he is." And I'm like, "Holy shit!" And love at first sight. Fell in love with Jody. Oh, again, put him in my pocket, carried him around. For restro, the night. restro. You, <sighs> you got to come up to GFY. There's a lot of man love up there. You'd you'd like it. I a lot. I love man. I, I don't. I don't. I, love, I don't think he can that, hang. That came out. Wrong. I don't think he can hang. <laughs> Let's see. He likes oh, to golf. Hang. He loves to drink, and he loves man love. Um, trifecta. Check, check, and check. Yeah, you're in. I'm remaining silent for. Why? A reason. Uh, what, so what? I know you've known about GFY for years. You've probably been invited. What? No, what? I haven't been invited. Why? That's the problem. Why? Everybody, you guys, everyone on the text has been invited. You're not on social media, but you do That's have a true. Uh, I am not on social media, so, and that phone. is the way of the future, my friend. Social media. Oh, oh I'm this, sorry to say this. This just got interesting. This actually, this is a good topic because okay. I'm curious. Because for business people, I could see social media continuing. Okay. For social, social media. Mm-hmm. I think that shit's coming to an end. So you are one of the people I know that is pretty much not social media at all. How did you even know about COVID? Um, Do you uh, even know about COVID? Oh, do we need to tell you you about him? He's like, so. (laughs) Like, what the hell? When did everybody become doctors and start wearing masks? Is that why everybody's wearing masks? (laughs) Let's give some updated stats. What is every 63 people out of 12 die from COVID? Every that's yeah. proven at least fact. Once. At least every that's day, sixty-three out of every twelve people every day die at every hour of COVID. Yes, that's the latest. But they can still vote, right? What? That's incredible. So, yeah, what? every day. Technology these every days. Hour. I am no statistician. <laughs> Thanks for that Those disclaimer. Are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm no statistician. I did take math. You once. are an accountant, though. Yeah. I mean, you're pretty good at numbers. Pretty good at numbers. You should you should understand that. That just goes to show you how deadly this disease is. Yeah. You could be dead right now. Um, you're sitting right next to the <laughs> the, the Grim Reaper. <laughs> the grim, de las Muertos. You just blew my mind. <laughs> Seriously though, like you're the most non social media guy I know. Does, do you feel affected at it all? Like, because there's a point. No, where, I feel like things are coming back my way, man. I feel like this guy's like finally. Put the mic by your mouth. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm sorry. I, You're I, in a band for well, fuck's sake. I, 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 yeah. oh, I can't quit you, babe. No. Oh they, Jesus! No. <laughs> don't get him going. Did you, I think did you guys hear all the, like the juggernaut? Things happening with this social media, man. People are getting, you know, called out. Their their lives are being their lives are being ruined because what they put on social media. How how long is that going to last? I think you Rusty know, to, is correct. I think from a social standpoint, I think there there's there's business elements that will continue because because it it it's a. I mean, it's a mar- it is a marketing. Deal. It's a marketing deal. That's what so, I've always said. So social people, media is business marketing. Like here's you don't never want your life out, out there, though, man. Like you've never felt left out. Like there's never been a moment where you're like, "Damn, I wish I was on social media. I would have known that or something." Ever? You're like because like oh, you you sure. like you were also sure. the last guy to come over to HGTV 
not yeah. HG, HD. I was TV. the last guy to get on streaming. Okay. I mean, I've been paying. You used to argue with us pretty hard that there was no difference between an HD TV and a regular TV. Well, and I also argue that. I will tell you what. You give me a standard definition TV with standard definition, okay, versus your HD TV with the same feed. H, the regular TV looks way better than okay. A, so you're still on a, HD TV. Uh, TV with regular feed looks horrible. A regular TV with regular feed looks amazing. Who's the dummy that just gets regular standard TV feed? <laughs> Rusty does. You, you can still buy it on pay per view. <laughs> you can still buy it on pay per view. I, I know what I'm getting rusty. It's even available. I know what I'm getting rusty for Christmas. Some I'm getting some new eight track tapes. <laughs> You're gonna love this. He's stuck to this, like, dude. We fantasy football. He's like, we're not. No, everyone can write a check and turn in their money or cash. They're not. We're not doing online. So, like, you you've been the guy that sticks to your guns on the old stuff. So, I'm just curious, like, as a social media guy, like, if you're like at this point, we're like, because honestly, I'm coming back to your team, bud. I'm back on your team now because I fucking hate it right now with the negativity on social media. That's where I was. And I don't want to get into the whole conspiracy thing because that's totally different. I mean, it's part of it. It's part of it, but it's totally different. And I just think people they they've thrown way too much of their life out there people need to be real careful about what they do not just from a personal standpoint but a business standpoint you know how much business you can lose so, with one stupid yep. post i will give you you'll appreciate this buzzy in the military you are restricted on how high a clearance you can get yeah. based off of some of the email addresses that you have had in your past if you had a gmail account you are limited in terms of the clearance that you can receive because of how all of that stuff works. Yeah. Google, you got what do they sell? They sell you, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> your your information is what they are selling. Like that the if you have if you've seen social dilemma, yeah. they will rock your world. If you don't know what they're selling or you're the product. If you yeah, if you don't know what the product is they're selling, the product is you. Yeah. That was a uh I was going to I was couldn't remember the name of it, but we watched it with the kids it's a couple weeks ago. It's terrifying. It scared the living shit that out of me. It is the whole product now. It is. You are the product. 100%. You are yeah. the product. That's the whole So here's the interesting that's thing. Like, that, that's kind of and and I it's a double-edged sword. How do you right? monetize it? If you can monetize well, I'll, I'll it, you, I, suddenly I, you become a walking billboard. Yeah. Hey, I, what's this show about? Marketing, sales, <laughs> and friendship. And drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's in there on all three levels. Yeah. If you're not doing, <laughs> that's the grease that keeps the everything running. So here's a question for you, Trevor Brown. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you get, yes, I'm very anti-social media. So, uh, driven by. I would say personally. Anti, can personally. I? D- I want to dig into yeah, that. But if you dig into my social media, first of all, you're not going to find shit. What you're going to find part of it, right? is my LinkedIn account. I advertise new products. That's what I do. Did you say I advertise me products? I advertise new products. Oh, I new products. I advertise me products. I into the <laughs> my microphone is not the greatest. But <laughs> like, oh, okay. No, but uh, that's <laughs> I, what I do. So how do you differentiate? You've got to be really careful. Like I put yourself in like Trevor's position, okay? You got to be really careful about differentiating your business social presence. Yep. Versus your personal correct social presence. Yes. I think that line is getting real hard to do. It's a real fine line anymore. And it's hard I, I I'm dealing with it and I'll be honest, this is why I'm coming back to your side. This is what's interesting. 
I am getting to a point where I'm like, I maybe need to just get the fuck off of social. Like, because one, I think it, it's negatively affecting me in a lot of ways because there's not I a would, lot of positive. I on would it. agree. You're a grump. <clears throat> but right. what I am getting mad, like, I get angry about something and it's super easy for me to just pick up my phone, blast somebody about something, right? Sure. That's my belief, you know, because that's my big argument. My big argument about everything we're affecting in the world today is that I'm upset that. I have my own opinion and my opinion's not respected, but yet I'm supposed to respect everyone else's opinion, right? right? And so, like, there's a part of me that wants to go on when I see, especially, like, I mean, we have good friends that we all mutually know. At least I don't buzz probably to know, but, like, very good longtime friends that mm-hmm. I see say stuff on social media that gets me so angry. I'm like, I, I'm like, I want to choke you right now. Like, I mean, and we're friends. <laughs> like, but I can't believe you're saying. And, I, and then, but what it is is kind of baiting me into it, right? So sure. then, from a business standpoint, I say something stupid on there, and now I look like the asshole. You know, you know what we need to do. This is this is my pitch for social media. Uh, alongside of Facebook, when you got the little the thumbs up, the like, the angry face, there needs to be a fight button. So when some <laughs> somebody somebody put and and and. And you can't post anything or, or view until you accept the fight, and then right. the results get posted. So, so I, you know, I like somebody this idea. put somebody put something up, and you're like, "Fuck you! I don't want to. I don't want to give an angry face. I don't want to give a thumbs up. I, I want. I want to fight, fight you." And and you have to determine the location and the time, <laughs> and you go and you fucking fight, and then you put I, the, and your your accounts are suspended. I love it until the results are posted and the fight has been concluded. I think bringing back just a good punch in the face is a anybody good got Zuckerberg's number? I'm calling uh, that motherfucker. If this, and I'm well, this a, happens, remember you heard it first on the recap. I'm podcast. getting a fight button added to. I would Facebook. I would take you in that fight. You against Zuckerberg. Oh, I thought you were saying you would take me. No, I wouldn't. Because I shit bigger than you. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm kind of like a virus. Can I fight Zuckerberg? Yeah, I would like to see that. I, w- I would like we to can't fight. say that because then our podcast is going to get banned and we'll never know. You'll, you'll, you'll never be hey, on Facebook you again. Ne- you never yeah. know. Maybe he's like, you know what? I've actually always wanted to be an ultimate fighter. How do you know that's not one of Zuckerberg's dreams? He's always wanted to be like an extreme fighter. You don't know? I would pay money to see him in the octagon. I would too. Uh, I would too. And him and Ben Shapiro. Oh, my oh, God. God. How much money would pay-per-view make on that Dude, fight? get Joe that? Rogan on that one. Yeah. I think he's... Dear Joe, I have an idea. <laughs> please, that, that, please. That. I uh, I did I did uh, almost I didn't I didn't I wouldn't say I met Dana White this last year, but I did walk into him and I actually kind of held him by the shoulders for a f- for a few seconds. So we're pretty tight. Wow. I could maybe make a call. Did you do like a little we, good game when he walked by? Kind of like it was kind of funny. He's a pretty buff, dude. He's a big dude, yeah. I was a little surprised. Like there was, he just we both went through the gate at the same time, and he was actually going to walk into Heather. So I kind of grabbed, I pushed Heather and grabbed him to like, hey, watch where you're walking, because he was looking the other way. And I'm like, dude, this guy's kind of ripped, dude. And he turns around, looks at me, and I'm like, holy shit, that's Dana White. Did you? What are you saying? Watch where you're walking. He was like, holy shit, that's Trevor Brown. That's exactly what he said. Are, are you? Are you? And he's like, that guy's pretty ripped. And I was like, yeah, hey, I was just thinking the same I thing was, about yeah. you. No, yes. I, he turned around. I was like, oh, his kid was up here playing at the Boise State football camp. So he played in the, you know, so then after we saw him, we kind of were watching him and stalking him a little bit, but he, you know, he was around all weekend, but yeah, I don't see if I can get him to do it. Is he smaller than you thought he was in, in uh, nope. person? No, he's a big dude. He's not, tall. Not to try. He, yeah, I, he's eye level. He's got to be six, six, one, six, two. Not to try and one up you or anything, but mm-hmm. I was going through some Facebook, uh, some old school pictures that I had on my phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, in 2014, 
2014, I was coming back from uh, Southern Illinois deer hunting, and uh, I got on the airplane to go in from uh, Evansville, Indiana. We were flying to Detroit, and I walked through first class, and I was like, oh, holy shit. And my brother doesn't watch UFC, so it was completely lost on him, but we were with a buddy of his that watches UFC, and I sat down, and I'm like, dude, did you see who's sitting in first class? He's like, no, who? I go, it's Matt, fucking Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes. Nice. He's like, are you sure? I go, I saw the ear. It's fucking <laughs> Matt Hughes. <laughs> so so we, uh, he's like, no shit, man. Oh, God, I would love to meet him. So we get off. We land in uh, in Detroit or wherever we were going to. And uh, we walk. We deplane, and he's still sitting in first class. And I walk up, and I'm like, I'm fucking waiting in the gangway. When he comes out, I'm going to get, I'm going to. Get at least get a picture with him. <laughs> Hug him. My brother's like, who's Matt Hughes? I'm like, shut up. Was it was it pre train wreck or post train wreck, Matt Hughes? Uh, he was still fighting, so it was maybe as older than two four thousand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, so he comes waddling down, and he was tiny. And I'll show you the picture. Yeah, he's not that big. No. So it's me. One seventies when he finally me, Matt size, Hughes, dude. And my buddy. Yeah, I'm gigantic. <laughs> but, but so my brother's taking the picture, and I got my arm around him, and he he just looks like a little baby next to me. And <laughs> I look him. and I look over, and I can't even see an ear hole. It's <laughs> yeah. just this. Just it looked like chewed up bubble gum <laughs> stuck stuck on the side of his head. <laughs> and you blowing it. But anyway, it was super cool. He he talked to us for like 15 minutes because he was actually on his way to Saskatchewan to go archery deer hunting. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he was a huge deer buff. And then he said, what are you guys doing? And we told him we were, we were in Illinois deer hunt. We were heading back to Idaho. And he's like, oh, shit, man, I'm going to Saskatchewan. I'd love to stay and shoot the shit, but I got to catch my flight. And <laughs> out he went. It was super cool. But oh, I, got a, cool. I got a picture. It was cool. You know, it's just a little This fella. leads me to an interesting conversation. I, 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 we're going to backtrack a couple minutes here, though, Charlie. Is, is I'm sorry. Whoa, okay. uh, beep, beep. It That's brings up a very interesting point. And that is... How do you navigate, okay, mm-hmm. what your social media presence is business-wise mm-hmm. versus personally? Because there's a lot of things that can be said personally that can burn a lot of bridges business-wise. Yep. And I, I've cr- my line, there's no line in mine, honestly. I mean, if you really look at my social medias i post pretty much across the board the same thing so so my social media so if you look at even our our havoc partners for the podcast anything i may not post as much on the business one but i mean it's pretty easily connected because i link myself to pretty much everything so so i cross over and tag myself in almost everything so you're going to see everything but what i do differently is i bite my tongue a little bit more than I want. I'm pretty opinionated. I mean, obviously, if you listen to the podcast, you've heard a lot of my opinions. So, like, I don't pussyfoot around much, but I obviously don't go over the top. Like, I have people that I know, like, even in my family that come out and say shit, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, that's that would affect my business, right? If I I came out and just completely went off on something that I want to go off on, because there's sometimes where I I have an opinion that's completely going to piss off a lot of people right in the i would say majority of my stuff i really don't care but if i i i'm pretty good at hitting the brakes when i think it's going to negatively affect my business and here's an interesting thing heather and i deal with this okay so i drive a truck that's logoed with her company name on it 
Okay, I think anyone that's on here knows I'm not a big Corona guy. I'm a not a masker. I don't really believe in it. I don't think that if I don't have the if I don't have the right to walk up to you in a store and rip the mask off your fucking face and throw it on the ground, then you don't have the fucking right to take a mask and put it on my face. Okay, that's not fair that you have the right to do that to me, but I don't have the right to do that to you. Okay, true, true. I, I'm a very much against that. Yes. But that being said, we are establishing ourselves in the company name in a small community that is very masker friendly and is very much on the COVID thing. So therefore when we're in that town and we are at the grocery store, I will abide by the rules and put on a mask because I just got out of a giant truck with a logo on it, with our company name on it. And if someone sees me walk out of a store or into a store and say that guy didn't, that could be a potential client for us or somebody's friend that could say, yeah, we're looking at having innovative custom homes build our, our cabin. And they say, oh, they don't care about anybody. I saw them and they didn't wear a mask at Albertsons. You know what I mean? Yes. And this might be getting a little too close. But so what rules the day? Is it business and money rules the day? Yep. Or is it your personal belief rules the day? Or do you just try to find a way to, to meld them together? Well, do they have to be melted? To a point, but I, you know what? This goes back because we're all sports guys. So this, this is actually going to be this is a good tie-in. I've always said, you know, people say football players, athletes, especially football players, seem like, but athletes, pro athletes, come out with some outlandish shit, right? And they say something, or they kneel, or whatever, and then they just don't get picked up by a team, or they don't get like, okay, Colin Kaepernick. Everyone knows that right. story, right? Everyone wants to go back and say. Well, he has a right to say whatever he wants. Well, that's right. And a football team has the fucking right to not do business with him. He's his brand. He's his business. I think it's pretty apparent they've exercised that right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But people will try to say, oh. Four he, years later. You know, know, like, exercise like literally. So so I don't think it's any different in my decision versus a pro athlete where I, I've said this for years. I'm like, you know what? You make your, that's your job, right? Like the kneeling thing or the whatever, whatever. And it's gone for years. It could be going back to the, you know, I mean, Jim Brown and the Black Panthers and the movements and stuff. You you have a, a position where you're like, okay, I get paid to do this job. So if I say something that is my own personal belief that I use my job as a, something to catalyst for, everyone has the right to not do business with sure. you, right? Ask, ask the Dixie Chicks. Right, Disky, yeah, yeah. yeah the Dix, but here's the, the Dixie thing: chicks. you got to know your not audience. Disky chicks, not Dixie, Dixie chicks. They're not, Dixie. They're, there's no balls going around. There's no the Disky chicks. <laughs> Dixie chicks. But that's that. That's a great example. Like, so I make that decision based upon money because guess what? If I lose right. an income off of the that, risk reward to. factor of that, yeah. they, like the, it's easy to figure out right. the math on it. It is, but the reason I bring it up is we've talked about long dollars on here. Okay? Right, mm-hmm. we do it all the time. Right, right. Long dollar, year down the road, year and a half down the road, you think you're better off sticking to your personal guns? Be like, no, I, I don't, you know, or are you better off? It's hard. There's a company, there's a company line, and there's a personal line, right? Right. I mean, we all understand that a little bit, you know? Yep. Does your company, you stand, does your company stand for what you personally believe in, or does it not? I think and it, at what I think point it can. You cross a line. I think it. I think it certainly can. I also think it depends on the social movement, what side you're on. There's, there's. I think there's multiple dynamics of how you look at it, because you can look at the risk reward thing. But if the audience and the clientele and the partnerships that you're looking to court in the future 
align with where you're going on that from a, so for example, Ford Motor Company and, and what are they trying to do and who are they trying to reach versus a different manufacturer versus a, a whiskey company versus um, Patagonia. If you go look at like, who is that demographic that is your primary target? And there's some people that are like, hey, you're not my target. I honestly, I don't care what you think because I'm not worried about you. Yeah. So from my standpoint, where I'll give you a little example from where I come from. So I'm 100% on board with you. Mm-hmm. I'm an anti-masker. I, you know, I, I just am. I, I believe in personal freedoms. Make your own choices. From a business perspective, Insurance companies and lawyers <laughs> complicate everything. They're ruining the whole goddamn thing. Because from a company perspective, yep, I got to put my people in masks. Yep. I got to tell them to follow all the rules. I got to do this shit in my office. I'm against it. But the state legislature has passed a law that says if I don't do those things, I might be held liable. Right, right. Right? So it's really hard from a business perspective to sit here and say, well, yeah, I've got this view personally. I want to inject it into my business. Well, if you do, you're running the risk of losing a lot of money. Now, that, that's not nothing you did. It's, not, it, it, it's state law. It is, it's, you it's are opening, and it's law, insurance actually. agents. Dude, I'm having trouble getting insurance coverage for a bunch of different reasons. Um, that have to do with, you know, just because they have to do with COVID that hmm. you would not believe they're like, Oh, but this is because of COVID. It's like, that's because of COVID. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, I, 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 I got a, I got a house that doesn't have a, they're, they're like, well, I've insured this house for decades as a pool unfenced out in the middle of nowhere. We're going to use COVID as an example. We're going to use COVID as a reason. <laughs> yeah. Now, dude, $8,000 insurance premium a year. What? To, yeah. That's what I said. To insure a house. It wasn't like that last year. It wasn't like that years before. Oh, you know, well, you know, there's, and they're going to throw, they're just, and I know it sounds crazy, but they are grasping at everything now because of COVID. Well, they're, 100%. You got to leverage that opportunity. Here's some more Lone Lion fruit. Let's Who the fuck it. is your insurance yeah. agent? Yeah. Are we going to have to bash I'm a not, previous guest? I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to get you sued. Well, but, but does, here's the thing though. Does the market, does the market bounce back or come back from that and be like, mm, wow, $8,000. Nope. No, I'll I don't. Go, I don't. I don't. I don't think it does. I mean, I mean, it should. Is that is that constant? It should. Are there? Is that across Once the board? Once they've got their grips into it and they've got it, they're not giving it back. Are yeah. you kidding me? Looking no, I'm lovey. not saying that. I'm saying if if that company says so, ABC Insurance, and they're like, yeah, that's going to be an eight thousand dollar a year increase from your current, and you're like, wow, I'm going to shop somewhere else. Thanks for your time. Yeah. And you go somewhere else. If enough customers are like, hey, we know what you're doing, you douchebags. Yes. We will put you out of business because you're being you're being predatory. Yes. I mean, that's exactly, you're leveraging something that's it's, not hard it, to yeah. draw the dots and draw the line. I hear you. I hear does you. That, but does that happen? You, I'm just telling you the COVID reach 
is getting a lot more ridiculous and crazy than you ever thought it could. How it reaches into a house that doesn't have a pool, I have no freaking clue. And I don't want to talk about How does that Insurance happen? person now. How does that happen? Fuzzy. What they do is, I'll tell you what they do, is they've got a bunch of different other claims out there that probably are COVID-related. And now they've got to go <laughs> grasp, money back. No, they got to go make their money <laughs> yeah. back on a bunch of different potential lines. How do we get it back? Well, let's go charge people this for other shit. And that's that's the scary part, man. It takes money out of every pocket right. that you wouldn't even think of. And that's Hey, you got to use a good emergency. So what happens when they come out with a vaccine, everybody takes it, and COVID goes away? Do they reduce their rates back down well, to what they were previously? Highly not. Well, but here's the deal. that What I was talking about about the market giving you that reflection back in the mirror, everybody's like, hey, remember that one time when you guys screwed us? When you guys, when you guys raised the, the price of bottled water to $75 a bottle because it was an emergency? Oh, if like if, if people remember that, that stuff. Oh yeah, if you don't think I'm out there looking, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm out there looking. Five dollars oh. a square for shit tickets at Costco. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, as yeah. soon as this, listen, I they, you know, insurance they put you up against a time crunch, right? It's like, oh, we've got, we got this, we got this. There's only two weeks to renew. That's fine. What's the minimum? I'm shopping your shit next week. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's how it's gonna work. I got a question going on the COVID thing. You okay? So everybody, all our. Fellow or our loyal listeners know Buzzy's military background. Are you? You're obviously still in contact with some of your military boys, I imagine, yeah. right? Yeah. So military is there's no there's no there's no market quote unquote that's judging or anything. Is COVID how's what's COVID effect right now in like in the military? What do you? Th- I mean, I mean, are you talking? Are you seeing? I mean, is there effect on that? I mean, there's no because there's not a. There's nobody's going to sue the military, right? There's nobody no. like I mean, but it's it's no our, the military is no different than civilian world right now. So they're wearing masks, yeah, they're, wearing they're doing masks, everything, they're social they're distancing. They're, I mean, uh, and they're social my, distancing my, from each other yeah, in terms my, of teams. My right? niece, my niece was in a briefing um, last or a couple weeks ago, and uh, somebody that was within, you know, like two rows back and three seats over from her tested positive. And they they said you're you're you need to quarantine for 14 days. Jesus. So so they're back tracing. So they're, they're doing they're the same tracing, thing. Is that a political thing. move then? Because it's not it's not like there's a financial benefit or or decline. Like no, I, I think it's I think it's more of a you know safety in the military is is I mean it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean you get a briefing on how to cross the. Street. It just seems like the military just, is more logical though. You would think. Yeah, but there I mean, you, you guys, play, you guys play the numbers game all the time. I mean, right. I, you can't imagine somebody in the upper ups of the military. You're talking about somewhere that they have to make a decision if they're going to fucking shoot a plane down to save somebody, you know, other people. There's, the, if there's anyone that understands collateral damage or anybody that understands this is like okay, because here's the thing. This is what I think about the military. If you if you affect the immune system of our soldiers, <laughs> you have just opened us up to a huge huge issue if fucking china or whoever the fuck wants to come up and and get and hit us with a virus if you put masks on people i mean it's it's this is not this is eighth grade biology shit if you make people wear masks 
<laughs> go their to, immune system sucks. Go right? to West Point yeah. and ask the cadets. They're going to get yeah. sick. Yeah. They're know, getting sick. So Here's now the thing. you're going to take our soldiers and make them all wear masks, which means they're just going to be more vulnerable. That's like saying, like, okay, let's do this. Let's take our military and save uh, their knees by putting them in wheelchairs for the next can year. I, can I be devil's advocate? And then advocate. they get up and run out to war. They're not going to be able to run to war very strong, Can, can right? I be devil's advocate on that yeah. just a little bit? I yeah, understand what you're saying. Yeah. If your immune system is not up to par by the time you're 21, you got bigger problems. That's not true. But here's the deal. OSHA will find me if I have my employees wearing a, a paper mask for a certain amount of hours a day, I can be fined by OSHA for wear, having them wear it too long. But now all of a sudden those regulations are gone and every other human is supposed to wear a mask all day long. Right. I mean, there, there's, I mean, you can't have the, people cover the, their mouth the, for a certain the precautionary amount precautionary measures. And I mean, they're unprecedented. I mean, never, never, and and the, to more to your point is the military has always been the the public's moral compass. Yep. For for lack of a better term, I mean we have to. You can't. I mean shit. Before you couldn't even go to. Uh, I mean they discouraged going to like if you got off work and you were heading home and you had to stop by the grocery store. They didn't want you going to the grocery store in, in uniform. Right. They want you to go home, change your or change your shit after you got off work, and because they just. You know, reflection. You're expect, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, Holy shit! Around. There's a guy in uniform. You're not uh, supposed to drink in uniform. Beer. No drinking yeah, yeah, in you're, uniform. You're not supposed to. I mean, you go out in public into a bar in uniform and drink and get drunk. I mean, that's oh yeah, he's, yeah. That's uh, that's 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 bad juju. You yeah. don't you don't do that because public perception of the military, like I said, the well, military think, is is viewed as the moral compass of of the United States of America. We're the best and the brightest, and and we have to set a good example and. I mean, you can't be out there doing stupid shit when you're representing the brand the of military, military. military. The brand of a company, except for Navy guys, they, they're, they're always they're, the bar is is pretty low for the anchor. <laughs> That's one of the interesting Van things, States. though. Back to our social media discussion: is people make a snap judgment? Yeah. They can see they'll see a sliver of something and make complete judgments on who you are as a person, how you vote, how big of a jerk you are. Based off of a teeny tiny sliver, and you have to take that into consideration. You better understand it. You got That's all you get every time is a couple of seconds. That's right. And it's. I mean, I talk to my kids all the time. Understand the game. Figure out the metrics of the game and how things work, and then play the game. It's not a trivial thing. It's understanding how all those things go together and being self-aware. Like what you're talking about is. That's exactly what it is. It comes back to being self-aware of how does this link to that? And it, it, within the realm of social media, it all ties together and it's a click judgment. So how do you deal with the personal, I don't know, strife is the right word, but putting out one message for your business and another message personally without the personal message ruining your business message and with also without selling your own personal beliefs out. So <laughs> my general belief is I don't have to put anything on social media. That's me personal. That's a choice. I can engage in a conversation that I feel is worthy of engaging in a conversation. The reality is there's a whole bunch of social media stuff. That's not a conversation. It's somebody shouting from a rooftop and letting things fall where they may. The, the marketing value of social media is a totally different thing. I don't feel the need to have to 
here's what I think and here's how I feel and this is, you guys are idiots. You don't have to engage in that. And if you look at it from a risk reward point of view, I can have a conversation with you sitting around drinking beers and we can have a, we could completely disagree with each other on, and it could be anything. But the fact that you and I are, have a friendship overrides that because we're in person. Right. But with all the people listening to this podcast, business people. Millions. How do you protect yourself? Because listen, everyone's going to make a mistake here and there. And they're going to put something out on their social account that is dumb, that, you know, is going to contradict something. So how do you protect yourself from a business standpoint? And and I have a good example of this. Not get tied sometimes to what you might think socially. Now, we all want to sit here and say, hey. My, my business aligns perfectly with my social beliefs. That's not true. Right. We can sit here and lie about that all day long. Right. Businesses, I got to make money, you know. But I'm also not going to sell myself out. Hey, I'm, I'm going to believe in what I say. But how do you do it in a manner that doesn't alienate half your customer base? Because that's where we're at. Yeah, it's good our, co- our, our, our country split down the middle. Here, How do you do it without? Here's, 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 here's the way I'd answer that question, and I'm a little different because I can uh, I can cut ties with with anybody if they do me wrong. I would say, and I'm not in business like Trevor is. I would say if somebody is going to not continue to do business with you because of something you've put. Per, you've either not done a good enough job of getting to know or you haven't built a good enough relationship. And if you think you have built a good enough relationship and they, you put something out on social media that pisses them off to the point where they're like, I don't want to do business with you anymore. Right. Fuck them. Bye, Felicia. I'll go get six other people Probably that, didn't do, want to do, business with you. that yeah. do it. Yeah, I don't want to do business with somebody that's willing to forego our relationship and our, our business relationship and our personal relationship because of my opinion. Because if you can't appreciate, if you can't, if you can't honor or respect my opinion, right. I don't want to fucking do business with you. So, well, at so what, piss off. I'll go find, so at I'll what go point find other did, customers. Did we become the cancel culture? At what point did we become... Because if you go back five years, there was people putting stupid stuff online five years ago, but it wasn't as... The, the cancel culture idea of that, where I disagree with you, we can we can agree to disagree. That's not nope, not anymore. If you don't agree with me, that's a moral thing, and you're wrong, and I hate you. You should die. If you can, if you can give me the answer to that question, I mean, everybody's asking it. How come? What how come shifted? all of a sudden your opinion negates mine, and you can say what you can say, and but right. I can no longer say what I want to say, that, or I mean, think or believe what that I idea of. The, we can ad- agree to disagree and, and how that's suddenly been shifted to know it's a moral thing. Like you could argue that the moral side of that stuff all day long about all kinds of things throughout history. But at the end of the day, you don't get the opportunity to like, if I disagree with you, I disagree with you and you can be pissed all you want, but are there other things? And this is kind of where I'm going with this is, our relationships have been narrowed to big picture. It's a whole bunch of real shallow things. Oh, yeah. totally. The reality is we're lacking the depth of relationships where I've known these two for a long time. I've known you for four or five years, but I know kind of I, I get you, right? There's depth there that even if you did say something stupid, I have the ability to be like, hey, 
rattle, you know, walk me through this. Like, I don't agree with you on this. You, you got to be careful. You got to be real careful of your demographic. Okay. That's, but that's key. Because here's the difference. A lot of you guys are in construction and building and creating shit, right? That's a different mindset. The people that are in that, they're doers. Mm -hmm. They're creators. They're wealth builders. A lot of them are individuals, right? They're, they're building their own thing. Mm -hmm. I'm in an industry that's a little bit different, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. I've got big corporations that I'm dealing with that if I put something out there, it's a lot harder to it's go totally tell different. Jacksons or Albertsons. Oh, <laughs> I didn't really mean it. But I can't. I can't go find another Jacksons. Yeah. I can't no. go find no. another Albertsons. You're right. No, but I, you, I can't. But you, I need you don't. Them. You don't own that company either. You're just. I mean, you almost. Well, but do, right. You almost own the it, higher. Right? The higher that you get, the more social influence that you have. I mean, I was going to bring up the the whole Mike Gundy thing. Guy yeah. wears a, a t shirt fishing with his kids. Snaps shot. Puts it on the. Mm -hmm. On the Facebook, yep. and it turns into a humongous yeah, deal. The NCAA I, wants him to apologize. I guarantee for he's like, didn't even give it a thought. Here's the reality: guys like Rusty now have to give it a thought because it's it's about giant accounts versus right. a relationship with a guy that you're building. Right. A house and then with. Mike Gundy went from a guy that I patterned my 40th birthday party after because i respected the shit out of the guy for what he did when he stood up you know to the i'm a man i'm 40 and stood up for his players turned around and now i consider him a freaking arch nemesis because i think he's the, the biggest pussy and i i don't give a fuck about I, I like i'm not a tweet i'm not a i'm not a twitter go and tweet negative shit guy the only negative tweet i've ever tweeted in my life was i tweeted at mike gundy on his page and fucking reamed him for how Fucking, I used to want my kid to play football for him, and now I wouldn't freaking piss on his head if his hair was on fire due to the fact that he went on national television and apologized for something that he shouldn't apologize for because the big company that he works for, Oklahoma State or the NCAA or whoever, grabbed him by the balls and twisted and said, you're going on national television to apologize for something, and it turned me off. Now, so do I'll they care? Devils. Do they care? No, nah, probably not. You know, they probably don't care if they lost my so, my respect. Yeah, but. So is, it, is it better to stick to your guns and what you believe in and so you take what you night. get, right? Or, yeah. or do you... It's how you can you sleep know, at night, listen, honestly. You're going to piss people off. That's too. Yeah. That's it. You can't yeah. keep everybody happy. As soon as you reconcile that, you have to figure out who are the people that you need to keep happy. And there's a, the reality is sometimes you have to make a choice. I'm going to piss off a of Trevor Brown by saying, I'm sorry for wearing that shirt. But yet I have to, I have to look at it, think long dollar, but think, think bigger picture of it. Yeah, there's a totally different dialogue that's going on that, okay, yeah, I need to be aware of that. I didn't realize the, the impact that it had. And I think it's an image of who you are. Like I look at this group of guys right here and I can quickly rank who's going to bend the most right in a situation like that the the freaking stiffest board in here is going to be buzzy and he's going to basically sit there and say i don't give a fuck what you think like literally i, I mean buzz like they're like oh you're going to lose your job and he's going to say you can take the Here's job and the shove it in your asshole because i'm not going to bend right i'm not going to give right I, I did that about a month ago <laughs> <laughs> i know and that's what i'm saying Case like but anybody, anybody that knows buzz knows that there's a chance that he's not going to fucking bend at all like i mean at all and I, and i look at him like okay i could see like everybody's kind of different and, and so i think it's one of those where 
I'm okay with that. Like, as I think everyone has their own. But you know what you're getting. Ability to That's do it. That's his brand. There's a point where I look at it. I think I'm not as been. I'm not as stiff as Buzz, but I don't know that I'm as <laughs> Boy, bendy. Honey. Hello, hello. <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, hey, girl boss, can you come check this for us? We have a. Uh, wow. We're gonna need, we're gonna need a judge ruling on this one. Uh, <laughs> But literally, don't think that I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm gonna give to a point. But it's like, and it's interesting what you said because this was my, I don't know, I don't think I had. I'm pointing at Heather when she's off mic, but I don't know if we had this conversation. But I was, I was literally thinking because we said, you know, we probably ought to wear a mask because we're driving the company truck. Cause it's got their name on it. And then I started thinking about, I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm, I believe firmly enough in my thought that I don't know that I want to have that client that feels that way. So then then I'm starting to ba- I'm starting to reverse engineer it into yeah. the fact that like do I want the customer that doesn't agree with me kind of deal. Like I know that everyone's got their own beliefs, right? And I'm okay with that. Fuck them. But I, am, I to, am I to the might buzz? Be heading that way. Am I might to the buzz? Way. Am I to the buzz level where I'm like fuck those guys or am I to a level? But here's the difference between like you look at you and I in two different ranges. We have a certain amount of income that we want to make every year, which is basically based upon how many widgets we can sell, you know, whether that be homes or projects or whatever we're doing, you know, whether it's remodel or new or, 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 you know, or if, you know, ICF or whatever we're selling or whatever it is, right? It's replaceable. Like you said, I, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have a Jackson's or an Albertson's or a Fred Myers or somebody that I can piss off, right? I piss off one person. I go pick one more person up. And and I ha- we have clients that are fucking awesome right now. Like, we have clients. All our clients are so in line with us that we're, like, they're friends. Like, yeah, literally, well, I, they're I, literally I, I building a cabin Jackson's. by us so they can come and hang out at our house. Like, I, I mean. <laughs> I piss off Jackson's. I've lost 25% of my business. Can you afford to piss off 25%? Right. No, but you're, no. you're in a position where you're, no. you're handcuffed you're right. and you have to be politically correct to succeed. I really, truly believe they think the same thing. They're all hamstrung. Just like I am by lawyers and insurance and social media and, pub- and, and public, image, public public perception public perception. There you go. Well, that, that's a that's a legitimate. That's the that's what blows me away about military. Public exactly perception it. is actually taking precedence over the health of our of our soldiers right now. That's crazy. Yeah. The fact well, that we anybody that if they, can anyone in here tell me that they don't agree with me when they know that if you cover your mouth and you keep germs from going in your mouth you're you're weakening your immune system it, it, well, gonna, again I, I i i i will disagree with you a little bit listen i love you i know and i'm i, I love it because i want to hear it because i i, I want to take it i a just think if you're not age, breathing listen, in 21, germs by the time you're our age 21 30 40 whatever okay i'm not you've had it yes i agree with yeah. you Younger kids, absolutely. So I'm going to talk. At our age, maybe not so much. I'm talking West Point cadets in masks, doing all their PT, doing all their stuff in masks. Massive amount of kids with bronchitis. Okay, well, that's a different deal. It's a, but that's the point, is that you may be, quote, protecting from one thing, but you're causing something. Is that, that in, happening? Absolutely. Is that happening? It is happening. That's Why is that not I just think, I mean, because listen, it's, it's controlling I the get, public perception. Okay. For a while, I thought, well, shit, do I have COVID? I mean, I've been wearing these masks at work. Now, a lot of this happened with some of the, the wildfires that started here, right? And I was like, man, I'm having trouble breathing or whatever. 
And then I started doing the, I started tracking it a little bit. And I was like, dude, this shit, I, I, after I wear a mask, I do feel some different pressure in, in my chest mm-hmm. than I do if I don't. And I thought it was from the wildfires because there was so much smoke here. I was like, am I having trouble breathing because of this? It's like, no, I think, you know, I get these masks. Are they, what chemicals are in these fucking cloth masks? They were made in China. Yeah, they were made in China. On my <laughs> fasco, on my face all the time. What, what? I, I wouldn't say that you have the symptoms of COVID. Maybe a little downsy, but, uh, <laughs> but not. Wow. Uh, if I were to guess, I'd say a wow. little, little bit downsy, but not. I told you. I ain't touching that one. one. I ain't he doesn't give a one. fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. No, I'm sorry I mean, if I, I offended anybody. And I, I mean, I'm as anti-mask as coming down. Maybe it's a mental thing. I don't know. But I, I have noticed something going on. There's and a I reason thought, why, since we were babies, they haven't told us that we should all wear masks no, all the time to be it's healthy. Ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous. It's not like it just all of a sudden they came across. Like, you know what's a really good idea? Make you superhuman, wear a mask. Can, no, we, can never we just stop the mask argument right now? Can I just say, you know what? <laughs> hey, yes, please. You want to wear a fucking mask? Wear, wear one. Yeah. And if they work that good, then you should have no complaints about me not wearing exactly. one because you're protected. Exactly. Okay. Can we just stop the whole mask argument right now? With I'll, that? I'll shift. You let's, wear let's yours. Do a pivot right I wear here. I'm going to shift it. We'll see who the value, the value of good public relations, the value of your brand, the value of being intentional about all that stuff. So you talk about Bud Light, right? Budweiser. They spend a ton of energy branding who they are, they know their audience, they know their crowd. Like we talked about the, the whole seltzer thing when you were on last time. They're not calling it something else, seltzer. It's Bud Light seltzer. They're not calling it Magic Sauce seltzer, right? Because you've spent all this energy to, to, to brand it. The idea, the idea of public relations and what we're experiencing with the, the COVID crisis, everybody is insulating and putting buffers and, and all the lawyering that's going on with oh, all that it's stuff. branded in itself. You bet. Masking is a brand. If, anti-masking is a brand. Absolutely. What do you want? You look back on this five years later and do a case study on the efficacy of the whole mask thing. I, I am fascinated when, when everything comes out, where that will sit. When history reflects back on this stuff, where does everything sit? And I think there's a lot of guys that are playing the long dollar on this saying, look, if it goes this way, we're going to look silly. If it goes this way, we are screwed. I have to be on, I have to be smart about how I do all my public relations to, to hedge those bets. We'll talk about hedging. This just came yeah, in live. This just came I, in live from our, our DM, you know, from our live listeners. Oh, I just got a message from our live listeners here that want to, talk, to interject a little bit. And I, I understand this, so I'm going to throw it out there. Because just like I said, hedging bets, okay? Mm. What if... Because here, 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 let's just, I mean, just among us, just the four of us sitting here, would you say the majority of people in your circle would be, percentage-wise, who would you, what would you say are pro, are maskers and are non-maskers? What would you say? I would say in my world, I'm 99 or 98% non-masker, 
to I only know a couple. I only know from like my work two or three people that are true. Not saying that they're complying. I'm saying people that are like people should be wearing masks. You talking personal and professional, like yeah. yeah I'm just saying in your world, total in, difference in, in your world, in your world. Yeah, uh, well, that's world, what I want to know because there's four of us here. So let's just take a look because basically the statement was this: I personally, in my world, I am a hundred percent solid that I am. Somewhere in the 98 percentile non-maskers of people I know. They're like, dude, I don't believe it. I think it's stupid. I don't want to wear it, but I'm doing it. I'm not saying complying. I'm saying people versus like a guy I talked to this weekend. It's like, dude, I, I believe it. I think it's a good idea. We should be wearing masks. Like he's legitimately having the argument with me or they're legitimately staying away from me, not coming around me because right. of it. Right. 98 percent, I think, in my world. I, I, I Can I? Nope. Sorry. What do you think? What do you think? Because no, I think no. you're going to be after, hired after, think, after you give a percentage. I think most people <laughs> in their lives, I think it's higher than you think. I think in their personal lives, most people are probably 95.5. Probably. Their families come around there and wear a freaking mask in oh. their house. No. That isn't happening. That It the is. Only They're reason not really is, in fear. And I will tell the you. The nursing that, community. There's a bunch of nurses that will do that. And I'll tell you this. The, the, I, I go back again to what I said. Uh, attorneys and insurance companies are proliferating this. Because if I don't do it in my business, I'm going to get sued Liable. by somebody. But like, yep. so, well, so, what did you do to protect your employees? What did you do to do this? Well, yeah, no, But I'm talking about true. So, so we talked about hedging your bet, right? So like the comment was basically flip side. Let's flip side this. What if wearing your mask offends the non-maskers? What if what if the clients that we're trying to get or we want to build a house for, they see you wearing a mask? Because here's the deal. I again going back to my own personal circle because I try to make all my decisions based upon what I personally Can't know, get not what I saw. By a fence. What if what if I what if somebody <laughs> What if what you say? That sounds dumb. I said I you can't get killed by a fence, and that's what they're going to tell you. I agree. That's bullshit. I agree with you. That's that's. But what if what if I have a multi million dollar customer that wants to wants me to build them a house, and they see me get out of my truck wearing a mask, and they're like, "Fucking idiot, dude!" I don't like. They believe the other side, right? Because ninety eight percent of the people I know are not maskers, so they see somebody wearing a mask as somebody that's not smart, right? So when they see me not wearing a mask, I could be trying to do the politically correct thing by wearing a mask and getting out of my truck, and I could lose business because they look at me and go, I want that asshole build my house. He doesn't know shit. He believes in the friggin' mask thing. So now what do you do? Like, I mean, that's the hedge and the bet thing, right? Like, you're talking about all these people wearing masks to comply. You do what it. If, what you if you do, do it and someone makes a decision right. based on it? You do it initially to seem like you're doing the right thing for them, and it sends a bad message to them. Well, they're like, "Hey, I don't want that." Do they say something though? I, mean, I know it sounds dumb. No, they just don't. They just don't well, buy. Well, I, a house can, from I can guarantee. I can guarantee you, um, because what you do is primarily blue collar, and we're in Idaho, a red state, and I'm a red state redneck. I'm starting my own podcast, by the way. It's called Red State Redneck. I can't, I can't wait to get on trail. that. Oh, oh my yeah. God. 90, uh, 100%. I'm subscribed. If you walked onto a job site in Idaho wearing a mask, every drywaller, every electrician, every yeah. plumber, every yeah. framer is going to go, what oh, a fucking, fucking douchebag. Yep. Yep. 100%. And we're, we're working for this asshole. Right. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I am on the other end of the spectrum. I, I live in the advertising and marketing world. And so the vast majority of people that I work with are very into the masking. 
Now, a bunch of them, I would say, are millennials. Yeah, and we'll say, made so it almost a fashion let's, statement, let's, though. Let's, the young ones yeah, have made I'll it a fashion ahead, statement. Go ahead and finish, and then I'll point out a difference between. So the there's an age demographic, but what's really interesting is how, if you look at the tiers of stuff, the upper management, they look at it specifically from a business point of view. Yeah, Their personal opinion, honestly, is irrelevant. Irrelevant. They're saying, look, this is Does, my company. I, I have to do this. Regardless of what I think, I have to do this because of it's exactly what I was talking about. It's exactly what I'm saying. It does not matter. I tell all my managers, your political beliefs, your personal beliefs, check them at the door. It yep. does not matter. I am here to protect right. our company. And unfortunately, the government regulations combined with insurance and lawyers means... We're going to wear Here's masks. the game we want to play. The one thing which I think is great. because it the, sucks. I, I have publicly and on this podcast and publicly and we'll stick to my guns that you're hands down my smartest friend. No yeah, offense. I've no, heard it. No offense, guys. I've you heard really it. need. I, I want to say this from the last podcast. You, you really need to stop saying that because the dangerous part is people are going to fucking start believing it. That's a low. <laughs> that's just a saying. really low bar. Expectations are going to act like it. He doesn't act like it, but he's he's the most intelligent person I know. So I respect this, but I'm but I'm dumb, but I'll protect your money. <laughs> <laughs> Real good with numbers. But I I I look at it and I go, you know, when you're you're talking about these, you know, these guys having to the you guys got me out the sidetracked on the where I was going where I was going with that. Cocktail. Rewind it. <laughs> the backup beeper. Beep. 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 Oh, no. Never Charlie like that. Skip on. Skip on. Go forward. Go, go forward. I'm gonna, <laughs> it's going to come back to me. Go forward. Move forward. Let, let me go back to the point I was going to make when you said you're in the advertising business. Right, right. Apples and oranges. I mean, you're talking blue collar. Oh, 100%. Hammer swingers. 100%. Redneck kind of salt of the earth. They spend their weekends camping and hunting and fishing. You bet. And they're the great American. I mean, they're the Bible. I mean, they're the they're the red section of the of the reds. They're not bet. East Coast, West Coast. <clears throat> right. Not that not that you work with a bunch of libtards, which you may. I don't know. You can edit that. <laughs> you you can edit. He this. is in media. But I would say, well, well you tell me. What is the ratio of left and right Republican Democrats? It's way more Democrat. Of your, yeah. Way more. uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would have guessed. But I mean, that's the academia. That's the, I mean, it, it's not, that's not a big surprise. I mean, even in Idaho. Yeah. So, but it it makes for, and my frustration is having a legitimate discussion about stuff rather than, you're dumb. That's right. I mean, I, I I leave most of my opinions unless I'm having a conversation. I when the conversation comes up, I'll weigh in on something. Again, though, but you've got to feel like I do professionally. Yeah. Sometimes castrated by legal and insurance oh, reasons. That, like I cannot I'm do back. what I want I to do. You're not you're not castrated by legal and insurance. You're castrated <laughs> by perception. Okay, one hundred percent. Great. This is one hundred percent. This was a great segue into what I forgot. Okay, you just said the keyword that just caught me. So, okay, super smart guy, right? Smartest guy I know. But you've Again, said we're multiple, gonna stop saying that. multiple. We're gonna start. Multiple, multiple times. 
multiple times in this podcast, I've heard you say something that is a misnomer that people keep bringing up. Is there is not a fucking law to this? It, there's been no laws. Oh. Doesn't matter. Laws don't matter. It's Social a, laws it's matter. A guideline. Matter. And so what's happening is is so we got into this about there's, bars tonight. We were talking about it. Bar, there's no law by oh, no. our by yes, there our, is no there's not there is a city ordinance in Boise City Ordin- you are ordinance you, is a guideline and you can it has teeth yes, you it can does. be fined yes it does you can, the the there's, police there's department many many can, many loopholes no here's a difference here's a difference I can tell you this is a great example you of want, it you want to give up your business license for ten days because you nope. didn't have your secretary wear a mask how about now so you're out of business for ten days no nope. that's, hear, that's, that's first offense second offense is second a year offense is, no second you offense got, you was guys are biting right into what third they offense was a year it can you imagine that you you dead that's a death sentence it's a death sentence you guys are buying right into what the governor what the no, I'm communist not. mayor I'm wanted not you to think. Into, okay, well yep. then explain to me how we get around. You know what the loophole is in that? But nobody's sued reading it. out of my ass how that happened. Completely fear-mongering all of this stuff because what you guys read into it is exactly what she wanted to say. But if you read it in writing, it has to be instituted by somebody that owns the property. Okay, so somebody on the property has to call the police to get them to press charges against anybody on this ordinance. You can't, Karen can't walk into your office and say somebody else in the office. The hell, she can't. I get she people can't. walk into my office all the time. She can't. It's not. It's exactly how it's written. It has to be the business owner has to request Wait, that person to owner? comply. So, so you or. Catherine or somebody on the property has to ask for the police department to enforce the ordinance. No, no, it's no, not no, a no, law. No, no, but if you're yes, no. that's true. And if you're breaking a the law, customer walks in to buy a keg of beer from me and says, "These people in the office were not wearing masks. They're not adhering to the policy." There is a hotline you can you turn people. Right there is you're sickening. Hot. The the way it was the and I read through this the way this is written is it has to be a, a just joe a, a citizen cannot call in another citizen to the boise police department uh, that's not can, can we get a, a current accurate. a current listener can to we fact check fact, this please? fact check i don't think fact check, please. text it to trevor's phone fact or check. recap it podcast this is, fact check. But this is how we've I, gone I through it. this but here's this whole thing has been a, a just a huge huge massive confusion of what people can do on private property. This is where the line is drawn because here's the deal. This is also how the government avoids it because as soon as they start stipulating what you can do on private property that you own, right? Like what California is doing example where the lawsuits are coming backwards on California. If you start stipulating on somebody's property that they own, that's a different thing. What Idaho's doing and what the Boise mayor is doing is the Boise mayor is saying, oh, well, hold on. We didn't say what you can do on your own private property. That's not a law. There are, they we can say that. That's why you can't. That's why they can't say you cannot have a titty club on every corner. Okay. There are oh, they rules still vote that to and that's what in planning and zoning. going to allow. <laughs> well, it's planning and zoning. We're going to call it. But they are going to exert some influence on you on what you can and can't do. Residents, let me just let me read the law. So I, I had my fact checker work on this. 
Residents She's can amazing. also file complaints about businesses not allow not following health ordinances by calling the city's clerk office at blah 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 sixty nine sixty nine. That's the snitch line. You want to put it that, out there? Let's just put the yeah, snitch line. And out there. hashtag snitches get stitches. <laughs> the city will give businesses with complaints filed against them educational materials on the inf- on the current public health orders and information about potential further consequences, which are. Do you, do you hear that? Was that a boom? Fact check. Yeah, you want to think it stops there? I want to know. Are you that? Are you that naive to think that they're? Oh, we'll just give you information. Come on, man. Do you, do you understand what kind of With a communism, bat. communistic laws are you're talking yeah. about? When yes, you cross a line, when a com, when a government crosses scary. a line and starts telling yes. businesses what they can do on yes. their own taxed and that's what they're going to start doing. This is where the fight button. So don't. Would that's be my handy. that's my concern, Trevor. <laughs> ding, ding, is ding. don't listen, Trevor. My concern is I understand where you're coming from, and you you're you're kind of saying, oh, we're protected because of this. I'm like, no. I'm saying Dude, you they're put, not protecting anybody. You man. give me one half-assed, half-sober fucking attorney in a court of law trying to take my be able to make that stick. There's no way, no way. I, I'll take my attorney I, all day, every day in that in that court of law. I agree. I also feel like the judicial system has become as politicized as anything else in this country. It's a game. And are you getting a Republican judge or a Democratic judge? Which one you want? Well, and sometimes it isn't really about what's right or wrong. It's the fact that I can leverage my legal team because I have them on retainer or whatever. Like, you start throwing lawyers around in that stuff, and it becomes it becomes expensive. It becomes a bad business thing. Yeah, justice was designed to be a blind lady holding scales. Right. It, with, no, but, with no political affiliation whatsoever. Not the way that it is anymore. Not anymore. That's, but, that's true. But That's I still, I still say another, the same uh, thing. I, I, I think you give me a half-assed sorry. attorney in a court of law, somebody saying that what you have to do on your in the United States of America, we're still the United States of America, guys. I mean, you, you still got to agree so. to that. But I think... And it, the fact is, is at why least, they at least until called, like, January 21st. <laughs> people continue to believe... And here's what they do, though. Like, they do this, man. Everyone's doing the same thing. You know how many people have told me? It's fucking law. It's, no, it's not a ordinance. law. It's an ordinance. Right. But does an ordinance it's a guideline does it have teeth? When you get fined ten thousand dollars, law becomes pretty clear really uh, well, quick. And, and agree, again, I, I does an this. ordinance have the ability to shut your business down? Right, so, regardless of whether so you, my bar, what it my is. barber that cuts my hair. So I I have somebody that's been cutting my hair for ten years. She refuses to do I mean, it's 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 masking and all this because she's been told that her license can be revoked by the health department, right? She's lost my business. I've gone to a barber now that is now says we don't wear masks here. And what he did is he called the inspector, the same guy that you're saying could come in here and write you a fine and shut your business well, down. When he though? went to the inspector, this and is new. Said, this is as of today. Well, I'm saying this is, and, and granted, this guy I'll give a little little bit of a. He's not inside the Boise city limits, so well, that doesn't count. I know, but because so this is different. But like, but saying he, he was in that same boat though, like because during sure. the same time frame, my other hair person, she was on lockdown, right? I went to this other shop. He his exact comment was, "He's a military guy, three retired, three wartime veterans that are all now barbers." Hoorah! And he literally <laughs> said he called the inspector and said, "Is this a law?" Inspection, no, this is a CDC guideline where I think that this is what you should do. He says, right. 
I you can come in my store. You can come in my barbershop. You can inspect me for all the health codes that you're supposed to inspect me for. You got any rats in here? But we are not going to wear a mask. We're going to put a sign on the door that says this is private property. If you feel uncomfortable coming in here without a mask, do not enter. You can't tell me what I do on my own property and my own business in the United States of America. And if you do have a problem with that, Mr. Inspector, here's my attorney's phone number. He advised you to contact him before you do anything because he would like to talk to you before you issue those. He's not had one problem. I still walk in there. Not one person wears a mask in there, and they all do the same thing. So God, the people I know him. firsthand bless him. that stand up to this have not been affected by this. Heather's. Nailed technician does the exact same thing. So when you got people that you know that really do this, they stood up to those people, they're not being prosecuted. But the thing is, is 99.99% of people live in fear of what people say could happen to them. Well, but it the metrics are what you're saying. They take my business. What if they shut me I down? Totally what if that's agree how with you, but why do I have to run a business in fear? Yeah, it's bullshit. Why do I have to do that? Bullshit. That's that's the bullshit factor. Because you're afraid of public perception. I'm afraid of getting fined. Listen, some of these businesses, but you got, I got a $10,000 fine if I'm a hairdresser. You're done. I'm out of business. Right. The problem is, is just as the same thing has happened with COVID, you don't know anyone who has a $10,000 fine, but yet you're living your life in the fear that it could happen. You're just like you right. don't know anybody right. that died of COVID, you're but right. we're living like we know everybody that died of COVID. Right. We're no longer making decisions based upon what we see in our own eyes with our own shit. Like back to my beginning of this conversation of the, I respect the shit out of Rusty not having fucking Facebook or, you know, doing social media because you may not know about all this fear that we live because we're all getting it from social media. You know, like somebody said, has anyone called the Amish and told them about COVID? <laughs> like nobody, like, are they scared of COVID? Like, I mean, cause guess what? I want to, damn it. I hope not. I like, I want to talk places. to somebody that's Amish. <laughs> they're, they're not going to waste great the, quilts. They're, they're not going to waste the cotton building masks. <laughs> They got better. They got better shit to do. They're like, but I mean, you think about it. If they don't, if nobody's telling you the fear that you're supposed to fear, and you're just living in a circle of people, like none of us know anyone that's dropped dead from See, this. You're We're not scared. A, you're of bringing anything. up a great point, though. If you take social media out of this equation, Poof. how much does it change it? Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Huge. Like it's hard. Well, but go because back. Because somebody's telling you something that's happened, and you're like, dude, I don't know anyone that so happened that, to. Go hey, back that, to 1918. When the the first big Spanish flu, right? When that happened, no social media. I mean, you go back and look at the pictures and all that stuff, right? Some, I think, some I think big Paul, numbers. Paul, Paul Revere up. was like a positive. One if if by sea it's positive. <laughs> if by land you're negative for the Spanish flu. Way but back but then. what's interesting is if you look at the numbers, go look at the numbers of all this stuff. And Trevor makes a really good point. Who do you know? What what is the circle your circle of influence and how you your worldview is based? Is there's a proximity element to that? That's just the way that it works. Right. Because guess what? Like I I mean I I mean I'll look at certain things. I know a lot of pe- uh, just per capita or whatever you know people I know. I've known a lot of people really messed up on motorcycles, like whether they're killed sure. or not. Right. Just very injured on motorcycles, street bikes, dirt bikes, anything. I love my children. Mm-hmm. I won't let my children ride bikes. I, I'm like, don't ride a motorcycle, right? Don't ride a dirt bike. Don't ride a street bike. I know too many people that have been either killed or really seriously hurt, right? I don't I don't agree with it. I made that decision based upon my own knowledge of humans that have been hurt by it. So when, guess what? When my daughter got COVID, was I scared? 
Did I keep her away from my family? Did I keep her away from her brother? Did I keep her away from you know all these people I love? No, because I don't believe it because I haven't seen any of this shit happen, let, right? Let, let me ask you this. Let me play devil's advocate because my wife asked me this too because she's she's a we, we differ. <laughs> we are a house divided. Nice self edit. You are Good a house divided. House divided. Good a lot of job. God bless my wife and I love her to death, but we we are polar opposites. Hypothetically, say say your dad or your mom giving the conviction that you have on COVID right now, COVID right now, if a close family member or a friend of yours were to contract COVID and die, like confirmed, legit, fine prior to, got it, kicked their ass and they died, would it change the way that yep. you look at COVID right yeah, now? Yeah, because to me that would be, a, like if I could confirm that that was the case, that that was 100%. Um, but I also look at that in a way if I go, when I, I, I still, even though that affected me personally and it hurt personally, um, it would definitely carry more weight. I don't know that I could, could go and affect other people based upon it because then I still try to look at that. Like, I, you know, and I, I think we're all affected by the fact, like I said, we talked about, you know, dedicating this to Adrian Booker and talking about our friend. He was killed in a, in a head on accident. Uh, you know, very unexpected. He was on his way to work and, and, you know, another guy crossed the center line and took him out and took him from all of us. Um, I'm not going to stop driving. I'm not going to stop, you know, right. I'm not going to make my kids not drive. I'm not going to ask you guys not to drive home. There's certain things where I know that unfortunately certain people are going to, are going to go away. We're going to lose certain people to death in our lives. Um, now I, what I will say is take your story and twist it a little bit. And this is, sounds morbid and horrible but like if two or three people in my life all of a sudden died within a month period of covid totally fucking panic mode like everybody is i would 100 percent right. quarantine i would take my kids we would go to mccall i would you would you guys wouldn't see me for six months i would do it in a heartbeat because i love my children and i'm not going to do it if two or three people in my life all died of that right, right. like zombie apocalypse kind of shit now um just like if you know a bunch of people i know have all of a sudden died of anything Shark attacks, whatever the fuck it is, right? Mm -hmm. I would make a change based upon those numbers that I know personally. Here, so, so I want to take your motorcycle analogy and kind of shift that a little bit. One of the things that, that frustrates you so much about this is if you were to look statistically at the, at the number of people that ride motorcycles and what the death rate is of those people that ride motorcycles and divide that all out with all the demographics, there could be an argument made that riding motorcycles is very dangerous and that you increase the potential of your death by riding a motorcycle. Correct. You're not out advocating to outlaw right. motorcycles. No. Because your premise is, listen, this is a choice. If you choose to do that, you, you are making the choice to increase your exposure to blank, blank, and blank. Fundamentally, it gets it gets back around to that notion of perceived danger, perceived vulnerability. I mean, it, it really it all comes back around to perception. Really, if you want to tie this back around to a marketing and sales and marketing theme, the perception that people get from what you're putting out there in the universe. If you're not intentional about that, it can go sideways. Even when you are intentional about it, it can still go sideways. But the, the fact of the matter is, and Rusty was talking about this, he has to be self-aware of that stuff and has to play the game according to all of these 
all the rules, right? Yeah. You've got totally lawyers. different and, rules than you or me or all four it. of us are by different rules. Absolutely. That's what really the point is but here. But th- that's the reality is, yep. and I think the, the big lesson, if you will, of, of this, this whole podcast is that everybody's going to have a perception of, I mean, everything, right? You have to be intentional about what you're doing. You're intentional about making sure that your partnerships match and the way that you do business and who you're doing business with, all of that makes sense. The way that I approach my marketing and my advertising, I do a lot of work for health and welfare. I got to make sure that nobody can possibly be offended. (laughs) And it's really, really hard because it takes all the good stuff out of it and you boil it down to this, it's vanilla. And it's really difficult because the stuff that makes an impact, I, I can't make everybody happy and have it be the best creative. Right. And, and you dumb it down, which is, which is, it's really frustrating from a creative point of view. It is. And that, and that, you know, we sat here and it sounds like we're banging on social media, right? Right. Like we're saying, oh, this is bad. They're all against us. Not necessarily. How do you turn it to be good for you? Right. How do you, how do you turn what we perceive as a negative? Like, oh, it's all every, everybody out there. Cause that's what it seems like to us. Mm-hmm. Everybody out there is they're anti-American there. I'm sorry to put that out there, but <laughs> you know, yeah. masking and all this. It's like, no, well, how do we get our story out there? Yeah. You know, use social media, so- use social media, use the exact same thing. We're think is being used against us. No, well, you'll get censored. Figure out a way to turn it. You'll, get, you'll, Rusty, get, you'll get censored. Rusty's a good example of this because he probably doesn't even know because he's not on social media. There, you'll, you'll there get, is a you'll di- get censored. There is a dry, there is a huge movement right now to a, another website called well, Parler. I'm, I'm huge on Parler. Parler <laughs> is Parler. And is, I'm a big Parler and Rumble fan. Like you like <laughs> literally, you're seeing a shift where people are making that move. So oh, yeah. again, that's, that's the, the market, market making that's the decision, the right? And if you take anything from this. Buy stock in parlor. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I, I mean, it could really show. Like you, you talk know, about, you the want to s- make money in the next year and a half. Buy parlor if it's available. I don't even know if it's a stock that's available, it but will if it be. is, it will be. I'm freaking buying it, dude. Yeah. That's, but it, that's the that's, way that that's that the works. silent majority speaking right there. That's the silent majority that everyone talked about, and it's going to be really interesting to see how that shift happens because that is the silent majority speaking up right there. That that's happening. So. Uh, I, I think you're going to see things like that happen, but we're probably, where are we running at now? <laughs> Who cares? We may set a new record. It's, it's all about the content, right? Keep yeah. it going. Content, content is king. We one are at more a, round. I can have one more. Yeah, we can. Yeah, hour more and a half. COVID shit. <laughs> we're an hour and a half. never got enough of that. <laughs> hour and a half. Uh, I want to circle this back around to relationships and what we're thankful for. Yep. So oh, we could thank week of Thanksgiving. Um, I am thankful that I live in a, an amazing country that even, I mean, we can find a lot to bitch about, but guaranteed every single person in this room wants to make something better for the next generation. And they're looking at, thing, looking at things and they're, they're wanting to do their best to protect what we value, to provide opportunities for the future. For our children. Yeah, absolutely. For our children. Children's children. Right. Right. Those are called grandchildren. And it's it, you you talk about people here's what here's what's great. Talk to people that are not from this country to find out how great this country is. 
But it's perspective. That's really sad, right? Like, I mean, the fact that we, I feel like we're in a spot now where we have to talk to people that are immigrants to find out how great the country is. And you're right. Like, I mean, we've got it good, man. And and it's kind of funny. I just listen. I, we give shout out to Andy Frazella, Real AF. If you're not listening to that podcast, please listen to that podcast. He's an inspiration Badass. on how we do this podcast because it's, I want it to be in your face. I want it to be about that. But he had a great podcast this last week where he, he talked about it. He goes, man, it, it, you know, we're fighting the fight and we all have a team we're rooting for, but really in the long run, it comes down to what we do. It's really not going to fucking, we, history, his, history has taught us one thing. The guy sitting in the fucking chair out in DC honestly <laughs> doesn't change a whole Amen. fucking lot, right? We're like for we, everybody we all, baby. we all want our guy to win. We all do that. But the fact of the matter is, is it really comes down to what our, you know, what these fucking guys are doing at the ground level in our, you know, what we do at our job every day, what we do with our kids every day, what we, how yep. we coach them in football, how we, all these decisions we make and the kids we raise and what we're doing is really what's going to make the decision. We get caught up in this shit that's at the 30,000 foot level that honestly isn't making a big difference. So what we can make a difference is, is, you know, what we're doing here. Put your fucking shopping cart back. I haven't said that in a few podcasts. You so I just want to get that back in. You here. haven't. I want to get it back in. Attaboy. Put your fucking shopping cart. I, I had a run in with a Karen the other day over a shopping cart. So I'm back on it again. You did? Yeah. Yep. Well, she got mad at you? No, but it was so funny. I had a, another lady that looked like a Karen who got on my team real quick and fucking gave me the fucking fist pump. <laughs> can, I ask, can I ask, like, put it back where? Because I'm in like, the, the fucking cart, cart rack. Corral, the cart you got corral, okay. corral, motherfucker. Yes, okay, cart like, corral. Yeah, don't, leave it in front of my, don't leave it in front of my fucking car. Yes, like, I literally no. parked there. Yeah, there was I no can't. cart. I come out, and this bitch I is gotta in the I got to nose it up in there because your fucking car is four, five, six oh, inches up in my, my space. God. I don't know if I'm going to hit it or not. Anyway, small <laughs> things that we can do at a local level is what we're fixing. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm you, thinking, you know what else you need to do? Yeah. Fire the shit bags. Fire shit bags. Yeah. I like that. Fire the shit bags. Remember That's my true. first podcast? I love that. Fire the shit bags. I love that. <laughs> it's a military. It's a military term. Yeah. Fire, fire the, the shit bags. Fire the shit bags. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, all in all, Thanksgiving weekend, guys, It's I'm thankful for all you guys. I mean, this has been the perfect podcast, I think, for Thanksgiving because if there's one thing I'm just... The older I get, and I, the more emotional I get, the you more just did. shit you just I got go older. with it, right? Yeah. Like, just I, this week. Just on Friday, I got yeah, older. Yeah, I could tell. And I literally, the one thing that it just, as I, I get older, the more you know, emotional the wrinkles I get, are coming up. You see the gray in the beard? Is that Preparation H I smell? Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's icy hot Preparation <laughs> H. It's a strong mix. It's a combination. <laughs> I literally, okay, I'm changing my mind. I'm not as thankful <laughs> about you guys. I'm thankful about some of my friends. Maybe not the ones in the room right now, but... Hey, I didn't say anything. All right, I'm thankful for Buzz. Let me say that. (laughs) Buzz is like, can you pass the preparation H when you're done? (laughs) (laughs) I got a hammer that's killing me. I fucking love these guys. Like, I think that's the one thing that we, you know, we get sidetracked with all this shit that's going on, whether it be the fucking COVID or the presidency or all this shit, you know. And, uh, you know, like I said unexpectedly lost a friend this week life is short i'm telling you right now that there's there's situations that god bless adrian the, god bless adrian booker mm. that guy fucking affected everyone positively he ever met he, he i was, barely knew the guy and i thought it was amazing he's amazing he was he just had that effect that, and so that's it that's the life is short that's kind it. of effect guys i mean you don't know the guy went to the fucking gym 
And within an hour after that, he was fucking gone. And and we all lost him. Everyone lost him. His kids lost him. His wife lost him. We lost him. You guys, if you're sitting here thinking you're going to dwell on some motherfucker for not wearing a mask or you're not going to or you're going to dwell on somebody for their political belief or some other bullshit they're going to do, fuck off, man. I mean, this is you don't know when these people are going to be gone in your life. Hug the ones you want to hug. Tell your friends you love them. I, mean, I don't give a fuck. I'm a big hairy fucking dude and i will tell these guys i love every motherfucking one of you guys i hugged you tonight you did and you told me you love me and i told you i love you chest hair to chest hair how long it take you guys an opportunity (laughs) don't miss an opportunity to tell people that you love them and don't tell miss an opportunity to to hang out with your friends when you can record a a podcast and get drunk and and enjoy your thanksgiving week i don't know buzz you got you got last (laughs) words here hmm Oh, man. I don't like being put on the spot like this. <laughs> Anything it, you're thankful for I, is Thanksgiving. I am, I am thankful for the fact that we could have this conversation. My wife knew I was coming to this thing, and she's like, oh, my God, you're going to bag on me. You're going to talk <laughs> shit about me. We but, love your wife. We have amazing. In spite of all the differences that my wife and I incur throughout the course of a day, a week, a month, we've known each other for 35 years. We dated in junior high. We dated in high school. We're married. We make it work, and we raise two great kids despite our differences. <laughs> we've, all, we've we've gotten but we've gotten close yeah. to divorce over the election and <laughs> and COVID and mask wearing, but we've we will come out on the back end of it uh, a stronger, better family for it. Goddamn right. I, here's the thing, and I, I will say this. I am, and this is gonna, I know you guys are going to be like, Whoa. I am thankful for the other side of the discussion. Force me to find where I'm going to anchor. Let me disagree with you. Let me be passionate. At the end of the day, let's share drinks. We, can, we yeah. really can. There's more that unifies all humanity than differentiates. There always will be. But... But appreciate the fact there's going to be people on one far side of it. There's going to be people on the other far side of it. Let them do their thing. At the end of the day, we're going to live in the middle. We're going to live here. There's more that binds us than that divides us, and we got to figure that out. Ah! And coach your, coach your kids, people. Coach, <laughs> coach your kids. kids. Coach Be- your kids. Beat them every once Football, in a while. Football, basketball, whatever. Coach them. You'll yeah. never regret yeah. it. Make them tight ends. They're the best athletes on the field. <laughs> tight ends are always open. Oh, wow. I love you guys. You did amazing. This is uh, exactly what I wanted for this week. So uh, happy birthday to me. Follow us on the uh, socials at uh, Havoc Partners. Uh, and uh, shoot us shoot us a little note. What do you want to hear? We'll, we'll do it. So happy Thanksgiving, guys. Thank happy you for coming. Love you guys. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Next episode, Turkey or Ham. Congratulations on the big news.